everybody welcome back to visual novel book club i'm your blouse the fuck he sure is folks keep it in i'm your blouse slow <laughs> well we're keeping i'm your bow slow beef whatever how many people have you fine whatever with me of course my good friend jim hey everybody my good friend turbo c hey my good friend polo hoko <laughs> my good friend oren ronan hey everyone my good friend devious vacuum <laughs> sheepish elbow I, I'm off tonight. Um, <laughs> Look, we're, we're too far into the to the episode to re-record it. We can't. I I don't think I've ever picked Polahoko as the second person, like the first pal, you know, or whatever. I think someone's got a spreadsheet I, I, somewhere. I, I, yeah, I've got a spreadsheet that lists which number pal I am for every episode. It's literally scrawled on his wall. It's like, oh, damn it, <laughs> not again. I keep track of which one I am. Right now, I'm number one and number three. It is a friendship ranking system. For those of you that didn't know. (laughs) I'm winning, by the way. (laughs) It's our own game of, like, Mafia, Werewolf, or whatever. He always picks himself first. In the end, it'll it'll spell out a special message for everyone who paid attention. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of paying attention, what the heck happened this episode? Wow. Well. A lot happened, actually. What? And that's it. Episode... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so, that's it. By our book. But did you think they had the same the same problem that they started with the most interesting thing and then things went down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was so they have like they kind of have three big story arcs that they kind of have to wrap up and Harak even says this. I forget what how he quantifies it, but yeah, basically the first one is the most interesting. The second one is was probably where they should have ended it, but and then they have the third one, which is Yeah, it kind of just whimpers out at the Peters end. Peters at all. Yeah. 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 But first, we stopped when um, Haruaki goes back to to the monster. Back to the pe- back to the present. Right after yeah. getting all the all, after getting all those keys from the last episode, we have a new option. Which uh, when the big monster comes, we can either despair or call out for a certain person, and the certain person is the sheep. And the sheep is like, "What the fuck are you doing? I told you not to come back here." <laughs> and we're like, "It's it's okay. I figured it out." I, this is going to be so cool if we do it right. But, like, it is not. It, the sheep is absolutely right. Haraki's an idiot because his plan is, like, I need you to send me back again. Because the sheep explicitly said, I can't send you back again. This is a one-time thing. And Haraki's like, so can you can you send me back again? Not just send you me back again, but but, but, but also go back two days before the, the where the loop starts. Also, Haraki knows that the sheep is in control of, of the loop, or, well, his loop, I guess. So... He could have contacted the sheep at any time. It didn't have to be at the end of times. <laughs> and also, like, why would you pick now of all time? Because what if the sheep is like, I can't do that, actually. And then it's like, oh, I guess I just screwed us. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, this is an awful risk, but it worked. W- why couldn't you ask me in the timeline where you're getting with Chiemi? Because I still c- could do shit then. Well, the sheep can do it, but, but the sheep also tells him that that's really the last time. And if he does that, then he actually loses his powers. Yeah, because yeah, the sheep's like basically like I have to hope I don't get caught, kind of or something like that. Like yeah, apparently he will be actively hunted by whatever is doing this looping. Right. So yeah. Um. So he, this time he goes back a day earlier, and we start it. Is it like five nine now? I forget. The, the, the sheep kills him like in an even worse way than before, though. 
<laughs> well, the first thing that happens is, is the sheep is like, I don't know, I could probably give you a couple hours. And then, and then Haraki's like, okay, I need a full day and some more stuff. <laughs> the sheep's like, oh, fuck it, whatever. It's just a project manager then. Right. It reminds me of like the, the guy coming in and like he doesn't know how the fuck the project works. And he's like, well, can we do it like this? And the sheep is like the engineer and has to be like, no, idiot. We can't do it like that. <laughs> yeah, but the, he does it ultimately. Yeah, but he does yeah. it. He figures it out. It's an extra just work, like but he life. does it. <laughs> just a connection to the project. If we want to have a lot of security flaws in our time loop, I guess so. And he's like, if you're consumed by the dream, then I'll save you. So it's okay. Is what I, He's like, if Chief, if you if you get consumed by the dream, it's okay because I'm gonna win and I'm gonna save you. And the sheep's like, fuck off. So this is the sheep route. I think the sheep knows that doesn't even make any sense, but he's just tired of hearing it. He's like, okay, fine, whatever, man. Turbo, it's very funny you say that because that's actually what I was thinking at one point. <laughs> but well, it kind of is, and it's actually well, it kind of true. Oh, yeah, you know, because wink, wink. Yeah. So yeah, sheep sends us back. Oh yeah, and it kills us with a million sheep shits. Hundred million sheep. Oh yeah, we d- we drown in 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 sheep turds. That's not like a cute little slow beef joke like usual. When I joke about sheep turds, this is for real. <laughs> as, as he does. That's my brand. Yeah. So we go back to Maytan and we wake up in a strange inn that doesn't get an explanation here. Yeah, I thought that there would be some sort of relevance to us being there or talking to who we were talking to or. Or the, but there's not. One of the short stories in the post game is about this. I was getting the impression that Haruaki had just broken up with his girlfriend Mitsuji. Here's her name. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and was like at a brothel or something. But yeah, that is also the impression that I got. I yeah, I just thought he got a prostitute because that's sort of the kind of guy he is. The most disappointing prostitute in Japan. That's that's not what it is. <laughs> It's an actual inn, and that's like the actual um, person who works at the inn. She's not a prostitute. You should, you, you'll have to read the post-game short story about that. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably it's, it's probably one of those things where they're like dancing around like the real thing, and they make it sound like it, you know. But anyway, that's my guess. That's my pred- only prediction. Um, but anyhow, so yeah, sheep. Um, sheep sends us back. It's five nine, right? And we're there in the in the th- in the the. It's it's May ten. We're only there briefly. It's May ten. Once again, I know this because it's my birthday, so I will always remember it. <laughs> oh, happy! All right, we'll get you a present. <laughs> okay, five ten, everybody. Remember, because it's five doubled. That's how I remember Oren's birthday. Anyway, sorry. So Haraki so- arrives again at the Fresh Marquet. Yeah, he just he, mm-hmm. he does some preparations. He makes a list, and then he just drives all day directly there, like without stopping. Even though it took him like it, it took him like two days in the original um, timeline. And yeah, he gets to the um, convenience store and enters it, and immediately calls out the clerk um, and tells her that she's the ship. Gotcha. And uh, we finally get to see her. I think right. This is this the first time we've seen her. Well, she's always had the cap over her eyes. Yeah. Yeah. She had a shadow over her eyes, and now, now she doesn't. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Because somehow, if you saw the eyes beforehand, you would have known that she's a sheep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was good. They had to keep the reveal, right? Yeah. Well, we still don't learn her name at this point, so... Or or who she is. It's weird that she has her name written right across her, her iris, but... 
<laughs> she's had a name tag that says Mitsuji on it this whole time, and it's just, we just haven't noticed. Yeah, but, but 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 even now, when in the previous scene when he was talking to Sheep, they have like this kind of um, conversation style, like, like as if they know each other already. Yeah, really familiar. There's past here, and like that's not. Enough. We'll reveal more, but like in the moment, you can feel it that there's something going on. Mm. I, I honestly at this point was just like, eh, he, that's a sheep and he's just fucking with him. And yeah, right. here's here's my list of magic things that you get from the back. Yeah. And since the convenience store is part of the dream world, I think, then the convenience store has just whatever Haraki needs. Yeah, that, that's why everything's in the back. And then yeah. the sheep right. complains about how much it costs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, dreams cost money, baby. That's what they tell you. Well, they also say that she works for some kind of an organization. So maybe there is a cost to having things brought into the dream. Like a budget of, like, dream warriors? She have to feel an expensive boat after that. Everything <laughs> this is the worst Inception uh, I've ever seen. Budget Inception. Last fiscal dream, we did not account for this. <laughs> yeah, Inception with bureaucracy. Oh, God. Dream accounting must be very hard because the numbers keep changing on the paper. Yeah, the numbers, like, sometimes you have to do accounting <laughs> with no numbers. Like, they're just made up things. <laughs> so he takes his gear, he gets there, and I guess he, he heads uh, here. He goes the, the the rough way, I guess, and arrives the, at the Saranaga River. It's still a full day before Chami will be there. Yeah, he leaves he leave his uh, motorcycle at the at the junction, and then just walks the entire way. So he's got all his gear, and he go, heads down the river and has to like climb a. Uh, climb around because it's like the river itself is in this big like gorge and he has and he wants to like climb up he immediately gets injured yeah a little bit of realism you know a little little realism thrown in there he can't do it completely perfectly well i kind of like that it's set up where the message is okay this is the final loop i can't really go back and change things and when he cuts his hand he has that moment of thinking like well i can just go back and make it so i didn't do that and then he has to be like oh wait no i can't yeah which to be fair i think i would do you know i would make that mistake and be like oh damn it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. just like a minor inconvenience and be like ah time to kill myself (laughs) oh wait shit and then like he comes back to the monster again and she's like what the He's like, I cut my hand. I'm really sorry. I swear to God, this is the last time. <laughs> Can we just do this one more time? Just one more time. This is going to be so cool if we get it right. Guys, suicide is a hard habit to break. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, so he, so yeah, this, I mean, it's, it's serious now. We know when he hurts his hand, it's his hands hurt now. It's going to be hurt after this is over. Um, so he like. He repe- he goes to the hanging tree and repels down the side of the cliff. Yeah, the way I kind of read it is like he repels down it, and there's like a hidden like hole in there, and he gets in there and like starts digging through it. You know, he, he, so he figures out that the way they were hanging people is really strange because why won't you just hang them the usual way? Why do you have to tie a rope to the tree and then a rope to them and then push them down the cliff? So uh, he puts that together with the way they pray, where, he, where they have their hand, hands in the air. Uh, and he figures out that that's like a relic of the way people used to go down the cliff to pray to a god that's, that lives there. So he figures out that there must be some kind of cave or a small temple somewhere down the cliff. And he finds it. Yeah. 
And and he doesn't know how to repel either. He learns how to repel as he's repelling down the side of a cliff. <laughs> Which yeah. I guess, you know. With injured hands. So that was... Uh, that was something. No time like the present. So basically he finds a little cave with a door and a little like toddy that um, Shinto gate next to it. But it's all it's all full of dirt. Like it's all it's the, the tunnel's been filled in, so he has to excavate it. Yeah. Well right now he just finds it and then uh, he makes sure that everything's that he has a way to get up there uh, and goes to sleep because he's very tired <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> Right. And then yeah. in the morning, he starts going up there, and uh, it's full of rocks, of stones. And he has to clear all of them out, so he starts doing that. And it's very hard work, and he almost immediately thinks that, like, he doesn't have what it takes to do it. But he still does. In the middle of the morning, also Mako comes in. Yeah, and so we see Mako just sort of wandering along the, the Saranaga. And this is another time where Haraki goes, ah, shit, I forgot about this. So, so he, this, he's like friends with Mako now. Like he finds her instead of Rikiko. So he intercepts her and is like, hey, I'm, you know, and, and uh, she's like, she says something like along, he ends up saying that like, he's not, she's like, are you a wolf? And he's like, I'm not the wolf that you're afraid of. Which is not answering the question. <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> You're looking for no, right? Yeah. She's running away away from wolves, but then she also she's looking for doggies. Um, it's something she says. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't want to tell her that he's not a wolf because of things that are going to happen later. Uh, so he tells her just that he's a good wolf. And he gives her food, which makes her happy. And, and we have a great artwork for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> she's really just cute. taking a big old bite of a sandwich. <laughs> she she eats all his food. This is where I thought that I that I was thinking that Mako is probably a child that was being human trafficked to the Mikaruma because she was like looking out for wolves, but also dogs and and that kind of stuff. And they have dogs. Mm. Uh, so then Haragi like has a whole moment where he's like, "Oh, so sit, am I going to be a father someday or whatever?" And it's like, dude, it's not <laughs> the time. It's not the time. Not right now, please. You remember, like, 15 minutes ago when you were hitting on a 16-year-old? So maybe maybe not the time to think about stuff like that. But that Maybe you got a way to go. I, I also just want to revisit that, like, he completely forgot about Mako until she shows up. And I was just like, what is your big plan that you had that you f- completely forgot about all these minor things? <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll work. Trust me. I'll rescue you from the from the dream, sheep. How? Um... <laughs> Sure. And then after I fix global warming, I'll come back to the sheep <laughs> yeah. and oh also there's like a dozen people he needs to keep track of and he forgot one. Like how do you forget a whole yeah. damn person? Yeah, there's not that many of them. <laughs> uh, so then we get to the part where Chiemi uh appears to saw off her shotgun. No, she 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 just appears to it's the middle of the day, it's morning. Uh, apparently she found Mako and not Shikako at all. She, oh, she yeah, always yeah. went down to the river and, and found Mako. Yeah. So she's there, and, and at first she's ready to kill Haruaki because she's not remembering everything yet. She thinks she's still in the killing him phase. <laughs> Which, to be fair, it's a hard habit to break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets her to remember. And he says that this is the final loop. Like, this is it. And she, she like, doesn't believe him at first. And uh, he's not going to tell her his, his whole plan. But he gives her some bullets, and he says shoot God with this. You will know when the time comes. 
and he won't tell her anything else um, and because of what he plans to do because he thinks that her religious beliefs will stop her from being able to go along with his plan if he tells her anything else. Wait, can I just actually? Because he said so, so he said it way more badass, which was <laughs> use the shell to kill God, <laughs> which I have to say is pretty great. And then a sweet ass guitar riff played. Mm. <laughs> it's no attack and dethrone, but it's pretty good. Also, did we ever outline? Did we ever say what his outline and the goals were? We don't know. No. What <laughs> point i mean he he keeps saying like he he needs to stop the loop stop the dreaming and um stop he says that the first thing he needs to do is to stop the the feast the feast yeah to yeah. stop people from killing each other the second thing he needs to do is stop the, the dream and the mastermind the third thing he needs to do is is stop um the fujiyoshi situation yeah. the, the the head family which you can tell like yeah, narratively is not like the right progression, you know. <laughs> like you'd think, like, but anyway, whatever. So arson, murder, and jaywalking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So he's then he spends the rest of the day digging. He digs until nighttime. He lets Chiemi take Mako, um, and he goes back to the cave and continue uh, evacuating it. Yeah. So he has to get, after he gets all those stones out, there's just sand underneath there, and he knows there's something in the sand, so he's digging through it. Until he finds a skull. Yeah, and he says, like, oh, this is you, Okami-sama. Um, he finds two more skulls. He he notes how smooth the skulls are because they were buried in sand. Kind of an odd observation, mm. but sure. So these must have been the human sacrifices from the last time... There were human sacrifices. Yeah, we're going to learn all of that when, when he tells yeah. it um, in great detail. <laughs> That's true. He will tell us exactly what happened. When he, when he looks to the camera and tells us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he also finds a wolf mask in there. A badass wolf mask. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an old one that's cooler than the ones that the wolves use. It looks like the ones the wolves had, but like, yeah, basically it's just a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> And he finds Chiami and Mako and tells Chiami to gather everyone. Yeah, he waits until until evening, until just before the mists come in. And he goes to the hanging tree and tells Chiami to bring everyone there. So now everyone's here. And he also tells Mako to, to play along with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that's really cute, actually. Uh, so... He reveals himself. He reveals himself to the village dressed in the wolf mask, and he introduces himself as Yamatsu Okami. And he says he tells a whole story about what happened, what really happened, and why they have to stop the feast and not not participate in it. And um, they he talks. He, he tells like sort of a, a, a potential real version of events based off of the historical evidence that he's found so far. And um, but he also incorporates the religious beliefs and the fact that Shania, like he treats it like Shania is a real a real entity. Well, it is a real entity in this. All, all, all the gods in this thing are kind of like kind of real. Yeah, like this this games universes where like gods they have the take the power from belief, but they're also kind of real. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's kind of like a situation where, like, myths and legends have a kind of power. And in here, it's like, yeah. it's, it's a little more supernatural, I guess. It reminds me a lot of, like, the the Sandman universe, 
you know, from Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, American Gods, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. American Gods, too. Yeah, it's more power. The more people believe in you. Yeah, which yeah. means like it shifts to like technology. Technology is the new god because of belief. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So if, if, story, if story, like, to make it short, is that um, there was an original god in this area. That's Mujina. That's the... Um, the badger. The badger. The badger. Yeah. Who was, like, kind of a mischievous god. So whenever people came to the area, he, he sent wolves after them and, and made, made life uh, difficult. But people did want to settle there. So they did what people did back then and um, sent uh, human sacrifices. Um... And the way it worked is that the human sacrifices turned into deities themselves and pushed the old god away. And this, 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 these are the Okamisama. It's the mother, father, and a child. Yeah, they were a family of uh, human sacrifices. So he, he claims to be the father and Mako is the child and the mom is busy. He talks yeah. about how, um, like, they were happy to be sacrifices or something like that, and he was, he's like, "That's probably they probably weren't really happy about no. it. That's probably not what happened." <laughs> it was like one of those things that, like, you know, as you're going back into the the actual historical, real narrative of, of religion, you're like, you know, oh, people have believed for years that people sacrifice themselves willingly. And it's like absolutely. Yeah. Not. <laughs> but again, it, play, it plays the line where, like, this really happened in history, there were human sacrifices, but also the human sacrifices actually became deities that had power. Because people believed in them, which means they had power. So there was an upside to the human sacrifice in this world. Yeah, yeah well, the, the wolf attacks the ups. The real wolf. They became, uh, they became saints, you know? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, <sighs> centuries later, um, when... Um, because the way the area grew, I mean, there were always, always people down there in... Um, uh, Yasumizu, uh, who was supposed to keep that place, the, the, this holy place where uh, the human sacrifice took place, uh, and, and keep it safe. Uh, but because they were down the hill and the actual village was up the hill, there was a power situation uh, happening there, and which eventually caused the rebellion from Yasumizu, where they killed a bunch of people. Uh, and that's where the people of Fujiyoshi decided to change the religion uh, to what it is today, to oppress the people of Yasumizu. So they turned the Okamisama into Shinai with the kanji trick, which is really stupid. <laughs> Those kanji tricks. And they yeah. created the entire legend about the guardians and the, the feast and everything. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but theoretically, around the time they would have pulled this trick, why would anyone in the village have been literate? Uh, so why would the kanji changing have any impact? That's a great point. Look, it's just neat, okay? It was it's it was someone in the Nosado who was like, "Hey, check out what I can do." No, yeah. here's what it is, right? Cuz like the person who's literate and thinks they're really smart does this whole trick and then they're all literate, so he's like, "Well, you just have to trust me." Yeah. Like that's the way the kanji works. They're like, "Oh." Yeah. That's why it was so effective cuz cuz reading was such a new thing for them that they thought that that was like a cool tri- super cool trick. Like, wow. Look how I can encode this. <laughs> Because he's just moving lines around. It's literally the stick bug thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The whole, the whole, all the people of Fujiyoshi got stick bugged. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. I, can't, I don't know what this is. 
But yeah, but that's uh, basically it. So he says that all these years they were Sheena Isama was fake. Uh, the real Okami god is a good god and uh, they came back and they don't want them to do the feast anymore. And in fact, yep. they want to be killed. And then he gives everybody uh, an important talk about themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, very, it's very Wizard of Oz. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's, it proves his power because he, you know, he knows everybody's name. He knows their he knows their business, their secrets and stuff. And they're in shock that he knows this information. And he tells them exactly what they would need, what they want to hear. Every one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and his plan to, is to get killed by Chiemi uh, and give the power back to Mujina as the local god, to be the local god again. Mm-hmm. And because everyone is very, uh, very deeply ingrained in their religion in here uh, and their belief structure is so heavy, they they buy into it basically with a little bit of... Uh, guidance like uh tai was like i i want to believe you but and then yeah basically goes into that wizard of oz bullshit to convince her what i like is everybody gets a wizard of oz speech except for the old man who he just tells to go to the like the <laughs> yeah. the main end. you just you come here <laughs> plaza, you go to the plaza you, meet, meet me in the plaza you will skip you for now. I, I will give you a Wizard of Oz speech later, I swear. When Haru says thank you to Haraki, she says his name. She says thank you, Haraki. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Multiple looping. Well, the god definitely knows. Well, she's 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 god. The god knows, but... Yeah. Ha, but Haru says it, says it not in God's voice, but in her own voice. In her own, yeah. Yeah. Which means that they're basically the same person. Yeah, because if the god can re- if the god can retain memories through the loop, then she's basically looping, and so is they share the same hippocampus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, and he says when everything is over, take everything you you take everything with you and run to the Saranaga, and there my wife will be ready to help you escape. Yeah, except yeah, except the old man, bitch, stay in the plaza. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, then he asks Shami to shoot him. And Chiemi is really freaked out at the beginning. She doesn't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. But then she does. And Haruaki yes. takes his death by doing a, a bungee jump. Yes, and the bullets were fake. With, with Mako. <laughs> with Mako, yeah. And he jumps off the cliff and pretends to die and instead ends up uh, on that little outcropping. Yeah, it's very like, you know, Haruaki is triple X. Like, jumps <laughs> off, skydives and... Gets into a cave. And Mako's just cheering as it happens. Of course, this is the idea he came up with. <laughs> he turns around with two guns, shoots the old man on the way down. <laughs> also, when they land, like Mako's like, wow, that was badass. And he's like, yeah, I can't believe it worked. <laughs> and then the tree explodes. <laughs> I, just, I just risked your life, too, for no reason. <laughs> So we've solved, uh, apparently, uh, solution number one, stopping Yes and Mizu from killing each other. People are not going to participate in in anything. Um, not quite. There's there's a side mission to the first mission that we haven't done yet, which is the old man. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that'll be that'll be in a minute. But he does like, <laughs> you know, he's like, yeah, I did it. Good job, me. All the people we care about survive. Yes. And he's altered the belief system. Like, they, they have sort of... Part of what made everything possible was their 
you know, this inescapable belief by so many of them that like this was, you know, this was the work of deities. This was, you know, the paranormal. This was, this, you know, God touching uh, their lives. So there was no escape. There was nothing they could do. They, they were forced into this killing game because of that. And he's altered that belief system. So that's, you know, it's going to end no matter what happens next. Yeah, he's put the power back in their hands. So then he gives Mako a bunch of candy and tells her to wait for two to three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the best way to, to treat children. Yeah, a kid hopped yeah. up on sugar is going to be very patient. Mm-hmm, Pretend that to, mm-hmm. hide, to, to hide behind a rock for two or three hours. Great. Good plan. Great father. Yeah, Haraki's like, maybe I can be a dad. I'll just, I'll just give my kid a big bag of candy and stick him in a river behind a rock. <laughs> After I bungee jump with them. Yeah, this is great. <sighs> so, then... So then he goes and meets the ship uh, at the river. Uh, and now we find out that the ship is his ex-girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Mitsuji, which um, if mm-hmm. you know that uh, in Japanese a ship is Hitsuji <laughs> oh, come on, Mitsuji <laughs> then you could have figured it out earlier <laughs> well I figured it out so so then there's like this this like reveal that they like he acted like he didn't know her and like I guess like she thought he was just trying to like pull something because so, yeah, like right. so the first thing in the uh, revelation mode is that you go mm-hmm. to the scene at the convenience store at the beginning and you get to see the thoughts um, and they recognize each other immediately. But they play this like strange game of chicken about who's going to tell the other one first. <laughs> and they never do. <laughs> They're both just like, what's the other one pulling? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's also why he's so afraid of her. I'm glad they broke up. That's also why he's so, he's so afraid of her in the beginning, it's, which is kind of weird because she was, he was in a, basically in an abusive relationship. She was a very, a very abusive girlfriend. <laughs> so- An abusive relationship. This is so much. Yeah. <laughs> Put that one in the title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he's like, can I ask you what your whole deal is? Like, as a sheep? And she's like, no, you can't. <laughs> and he's like, oh, does this mean you like still care about me or something? And it's like, no. No, I've killed you twice, literally. Remember when I covered you in sheep shit? Like... <laughs> Well, that just made you love me. This this is the one part that I still just like, I still don't buy it. I feel like this is too much of a leap. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't. This this part feels like such a reach. Well, he asks her if, if this is this entire thing, that the, the way they, they met again over here, if it's just coincidence. And she tells him, no, she thinks it's, it's fate because they knew each other. They met again. But if I walk into a convenience store... <laughs> In the middle of the mm-hmm. night, in the middle of no place. And my ex, who I'm apparently fleeing my life to get away from, is working the counter. And she tells me to go down a desolate country road. <laughs> Guess yeah, what right? thing I am not yeah. doing. Like, the woman who just tried to, like, physically hurt him, and that he even said, like, that she, like, threw stuff at him and stuff, um, in, yeah. you know, without the side stories, so we can assume that it was abusive. In the revelation mode, even one of his thoughts is, did she follow me here? Like, did she, like, trail me? But, so here's what I don't get. Is she actually his ex or in, like, yeah, yeah, she's, this situation? Yeah. Well, yeah. In this situation? Because she's also the sheep, though, right? She is also supernatural. Yeah. yeah. So then... And, and works for an organization. She, she's his ex-girlfriend. She also works for a secret organization, can control dreams, yes. That's what's going on here. 
She's like Suicide Squad, basically. But yeah. Also, I don't know if you noticed or not, but apparently she doesn't know his real name because she also calls him Haruaki. Haruaki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one knows his real name. Mm-hmm. I, also, I feel like I feel like I feel like I can understand how she might have been moved to like punch him in the face or whatever if he's never <laughs> told her his real fucking name. I yeah. mean, Haruaki's also a too. piece of shit, so I don't know. Yeah, no, that's not the only reason. Like, you know, he's a punchable dude. Match made in heaven. Uh, so he, he, he says, like, my next thing is to take out the, the master of the loop. Yeah, he wants her to take the villagers away uh, on, a, on, on some boats. Yeah, she asks her to, she, he asks her to prepare some boats and take them away to some hotel or something. And she had those in the backyard, in the back room, so. Yeah. And um, oh, this and this is the the point where you know he's like, okay, we're gonna take out the master of the loop, and we're thinking like, well, none, who did we not? Who who was missing from from the whole scene we just had, where we told everyone to believe in themselves? Oh, it's Rikiko. <laughs> Rikiko wasn't there. Yeah, but first he has to deal with the old man in at the plaza before he goes to Rikiko. Yes. Yeah, just in case you thought it was maybe the old man, it's not. Yeah, this is also like. Um, this is what me and, and Oren were talking about last time when we were like, we kind of already figured it out because also like at this point, it's like, oh, it's Rikiko. Rikiko's not there. Rikiko's in the UI. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but the scene with the old man is basically Araki says him, you, I, I'm not going to kill you if you're just going to go away and never come back. But then the old man tries to pull up a knife and then get himself killed. Yeah, he right. slips and then the knife goes through himself. And Haraki's like, haha, karma. Because he's 95. The grass was tied to trip him. And he trips like like something oh, yeah. was I was already set up to trip him, and then he he falls in it and lands face first onto his own dagger and impales himself and dies. But like that that I assume that is answered in the extra the extra stories. Yeah, it is. It's not that important. Do you want me to tell you? Yes, tell yeah, me. Sure. <laughs> it's Mako was playing in the grass before that, and she tied oh, yeah. So it was, it was just happenstance. I was wondering if it was intentional or not. That's yeah, it, funny. It, it wasn't. She was just playing in the grass. Yeah. Because yeah, if you're 95 and you lunge anywhere, bad things are going to happen. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> All right. Now, time to confront Rikiko. She's been waiting for us. He's like, you know, who else had control over the realm of dreams if not the Uematsu? And she arrives. Where where is she? And is she in her house or somewhere else? That's why this game's been so horny. Yeah, she's at the temple, the um, the hall where they do the feasts. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I, I caught the sheep. Well, she didn't catch the sheep. She just made the sheep powerless to do any yeah. more dream manipulation. And uh, Haraki's Haraki's theory about what's going on is that the spider is an outsider. Someone who showed up during the creation of the faith um, with a miracle of some kind, so they forced it in. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot here about Japanese mythology that, once again, I'm not sure if people who aren't already familiar with it got exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely not. I, that, this <laughs> oh, thing yeah, was, not was Greek to me. The only thing that I kind of got out of it is that it, it, for somebody that has, like, a healing role and can actually do, like, miracles and, and healing work. 
everybody seemed to dislike her and seemed to dislike the Uematsu um, family heads. And it it's kind of goes to the conclusion that, well, maybe they are like an outsider or they were somebody that just didn't belong there and kind of just shoehorned their way in. Mm-hmm. But it's in Neo. I got to mention it. Duroguma and then the Suchigumo thing that like it's not like a god but like a yokai thing. It's all it's mentioned very briefly. That's all I had. I just had to interject it. Anyway, yeah. I knew a thing. That was my point. <laughs> so but yeah, I figures out that spiders aren't gods in Shinto, so when they created a religion and pulled the guardian scene, why did they choose a spider that made no sense? So the spider has to had to come from somewhere else. Uh, and he figures out that that's the um, Tsuchigumo that we talked about briefly in the previous episode. That the um, gods that took over Japan drove away when they took over Japan, uh, which m- made the Tsuchigumo into a god of grudges, mm-hmm. um, whose only wish is to like destroy Japan, destroy the Yamato. Hence, hence the monster destroying the country. Which cool. We all thought. Would. Yeah. Also, this is like weirdly not in theme with the rest of the threats in this because it's like this is like an existing mythology that like now it's like oh you know this this part of ancient mythology is here and is going to come back and is real and is a legitimate threat to all of us. And I feel like this it doesn't quite mesh with the whole theme of like. You know, religion has, and gods have power because of the people that enact their beliefs. It, like it doesn't not it's it, it isn't not related to that, but it feels like a little bit separate. It's like an uncanny valley of the mythology. Like something just feels off about it. Yeah. Did you get why Rikako needed everyone dead? Because that part. Who she? The specific um, details about exactly how this works, I think Mm. the translation here did a very poor job of explaining. Yeah, so I I actually was very confused afterwards. I think I even messaged you like after I finished the story. I was like, wait, so does the time loop stop when all of Rikiko's quote unquote children have died, or is is that what summons the stuff? Or yeah. This is completely unclear in the way it was translated, I think. What happened here was that the Uematsu family, or the ancestors, uh, were followers of the Tsuchigumo, of the gods. Uh, And they had um, the Tsuchigumo in their heads, basically. And it gave them the the, the powers to take in corruption, um, which would have um, revived the Tsuchigumo uh, once they took in enough corruption. Uh, but the Uematsu family didn't want that. They, they just wanted power. So they tried to trick the Tsuchigumo by, uh, uh, after taking in corruption, they spilled the blood so the, co- the corruption wouldn't stay in. So they could have the power of mm-hmm. healing people, but they didn't have to keep the corruption in and the Tsuchigumo wouldn't get resurrected. But mm-hmm. the Tsuchigumo figure, figured that out. So um, in order to overcome this, whenever they... Uh, took in the corruption, he also left something in uh, in the other person. That's the children that she's talking about. Spider eggs. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Rikako is the first um, Uematsu who actually wants the revival of the, the, the Chigumo, because she's crazy. Um, and the way to <laughs> uh, 
the way to um, get the Tsuchigumo um, revived is to basically kill everyone who had killed the Tsuchigumo's children implanted in them. Which was everyone she made love to. Yes. <laughs> Which was everyone. Which is everyone in the village. So she had to create a situation where she puts everyone in the same place and there's everyone killed one and another. And she has to survive at the end. It, it's, it's not a very good plan, though, because she just put everyone in a loop that didn't go anywhere until someone else came in. Yeah, so she needed to keep changing the loop. And I'm not even really sure after this of like how the how the loop resets, because I, I thought it was when she dies. But then I think there are actual timelines when she dies and we're still playing as Haraki. And- no, so it, 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 it's 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 um, very quickly after she dies. So there are two times where um, yeah. she dies and with, with your body. Uh, one time right. Star talks about it's when he comes back to the village and she's... Um, she's hanging from the ceiling, yeah. And he says that he, basically he dies very quick, quickly after that. The other time is when she's hung at the feast and then, like, minutes later he's poisoned in the dining hall. So it's also very quickly after the death. Oh, okay. Alright. So then it is just her death that does it. Yeah. So what I what I'm hearing is that she put these people in this situation where she could potentially win, but never did because everyone in the village hates her so much that she would either die or get hung in the mm. feast every single time. Exactly. Or yeah. So she is not good at werewolf. Is the problem? <laughs> no. Nope. So she needed Haruaki to come in. And she yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. She, and she needs him specifically so that everyone else in the village dies who was born in the village. Except for her. And now now we have the creepy part where the way she took everyone's corruption is by fucking everyone in the village. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, like, oh, well, for some of them, it was like a dream. It was like a spiritual thing. It wasn't like a literal thing. But it's it's ambiguous. Well, I think at one point, Haraki's like, eh, they probably just don't remember because it really did happen. And a lot of them were, they were pretty young. Yeah, a lot of them were young. Just, just very... This is just, just a lot. Let's just leave it at. It's metaphorical, and no, <laughs> I forget. I forget what a, the, the outbreak was. Polio or something? Cholera. 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 Yeah. So that was a lot of time when she did. I think she said, or Nosato was around that time. Yeah. And that, so that's why he was coy about it. Yeah, that's that, that's why Nosato had a crush on her because she took his virginity basically. Yeah, yeah, and he's one of the few that remembers it. Like he actually remembers having sex with her, and that's what that's why he's been obsessed yeah. with her since then. Yikes! 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 Yeah, a lot, a lot of yikes. <laughs> I like that Haruaki asks, asks about, about the old man, and she says that's the one she doesn't want to remember. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it's also heavily implied it's done by force too, which is just uh, we don't need to get yeah, down this route at all. Yeah. This was such a left turn too, because there's so much violence in this game, but none of it is sexual. And, like, it was all of a sudden, it's like, oh, here's a bunch of, like, all the sexual violence also happened. And I just, like, wasn't ready for it. I did not think this was the type of game. Yeah, and, like, in in the violence that has happened in the game, the premeditated parts are never, like, explicitly shown or even mentioned too much. Uh, It's always shown of, like, a, a moment of someone going crazy or something like that. And so this is t- a time where it's explicitly premeditated and a whole lot of issues with it. 
And none of these other fucking murderers commit any sexual violence on any, like, there's no, like, oh, you know, like, I'm, I, who cares what I do with this body, like, type of stuff that you might see, you might expect in a, a game that has, you know, this all, this type of content in it. So it was really, it's really out of left field. It was really like, ew, this mm. is really bad and gross and I hate it. Why is this happening? There's also a, a thing in here where they talk about Chiemi. And apparently she took in Chiemi's corruption and Chiemi doesn't even remember it. Which is why she still thinks that she's, like, corrupted. Most of them don't remember. So let me tell you all about a magic trick called Head Cannon. Where I just pretend none of that <laughs> happened and made my own thing up. Love it. You know. Yes. No, it's, it's pretty I mean, good. she says that with Kaori it was during childbirth. Yeah, yeah which really confirms does. that it was that it was like sexual contact. Yeah. The, uh, why? And that was a two for one special. Yeah, it was a two for one. <laughs> God damn it. Why? Got a lot of good contenders this time. Why? Like, I just it like it it almost left it open to be like a spiritual thing that happened, and then there's like also like oh, but then it was also a physical thing that happened. Like what? Well, I I mean. Oh, and you talked a little bit before about like how there is a a very physical aspect to parts of Shintoism. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this has to be accurate to Shintoism. If there is one thing about Raging Loop that I would have been upset about, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it definitely didn't need to be in there. But yeah, I don't think they 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 needed to have that in here. It was a little too much. Um. It's impactful, though. It sure is. It's, yeah. I mean, there's no precedent. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they needed to, they, I feel like they need to establish her as a villain other than a, their huge tokusatsu monster. Yeah, I think that they just wanted Did to they? make Rikako as disturbing as possible. Well, you know, they had this one, I gotta say, this one artwork they had for her was really, like, disturbing, in my opinion. And it's just her face. You know, where she's like, her eyes are like wide open and her like her facial expression. And it was almost like jump scary because, again, she doesn't yeah. look like a monster or anything, but it looks like a disturbing face. You know what? Good enough. Leave it there. It's OK. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a game of fucking werewolf at the end of the day. Like, I don't care if you like cut a little corner and just like, all right, trust me, she's the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we. Uh, yeah. it's, it was just fair. it was so strange because we also like. We've like come to know so much about these characters and like their lives and stuff like that, and then she's just like, "Also, oh, I fucked all of them," and you're just like, yeah. "What? <laughs> like you can't even wrap your head around it." And then goes on in detail to outline just how they did it. Like, what? <laughs> all these people would be virgins if not for me. To be, to be honest, <laughs> I had to actually ask her specifically about each one of them. Yeah, he does. Like, he's kind of obsessed. Yeah. Because his reaction is like ours, like, seriously? Like, I don't believe you. Like, is that possible? How is that even possible? I know, I've, I know these people. I could grant Haruaki if he asked, I think if he asked about, like, maybe two people tops. You know what I mean? Like, how about Ty? How does that work? And then it's like, ah, you know what? Now I got the gist. It's fine. I don't need to know all, you know? He's, like, taking notes. He's got a list. He's like, what? (laughs) Wait a second. He couldn't have, not not the little kid, right? (laughs) And then yeah, and she's like, "All right, let's let's go down the line." But, um, right, you right. know, she the spider god. You know, she's she's like, but you know what, how Rocky? I do actually want to fuck you. Yeah, I th- I wasn't lying about that, and not just to put my evil spider babies in you, but actually just because I'm into it. 
Well, also she's like, I I love the person I want to eat, right? So there is a little bit of the twist of the knife there, right? Where it's like, I love you, but I'm going to kill you. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But because I love you. And also, he was the one that refused. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so that was her plan. Haraki's like, oh, I'm flattered. <laughs> but then... A bunch of people are here. They follow a bunch of people followed him instead of going off in the boats. It's Chiemi, uh, Haru, Kinosuke, and Mochi. Uh, Kinosuke's there because he couldn't he couldn't leave Rikiko behind. And what do you know? They've heard everything, and they're here to save Haraki. They don't really though. Yeah, they don't really have a plan. They're just there. They don't. They they so come they in with guns ablazing. They can't kill Rikiko because then the dream will reset. I do kind of like that Rikiko has kind of like no sense of self-preservation which is why in all the uh, trials she's just really ready to just be hung if things aren't going her way and even here she's just like okay go ahead kill me I'll do, we'll just do this all over again yeah you know what I like is like the people come in and probably like one of them was like what are you guys talking about and Rock was like nothing don't worry <laughs> about it yeah. <laughs> evil kind of interrupts whatever weird stuff he was going to ask um, so everyone's like, we'll save you, Haraki. And he's like, well, actually, I'm, I'm kind of thinking of going with her, actually. I'm kind of, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of into it. And uh, everyone's like, what? Oh, no, betrayal. Because he made a deal. He made a deal with her back in that other loop that if they both survive, then they could both make one request of each other. Yeah, they, they made a divine promise. So it, it, it really has to, to be done. And as the game emphasizes 17 times, they made a deal <laughs> while using their full names. Oh. Most of the time. They, it, it said Rikiko can make a wish of Haraki, and he can make a wish of Rikiko. He specifically yeah, says that... I, I can make a wish to Rikiko. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so... Gotcha! Boy, it would be fucked up if she lied about her name, too. Yeah, that would be <laughs> She requests that he join her forever. Um, I, I think they're just gonna fuck forever, and then she's gonna kill him. I, whatever. Yeah, they have they have this bit about making Nosato the bed. That's a yeah. good fuck on Oh my god, I forgot about that. You're right. Shit. <laughs> what a line. What a line, folks. So I didn't catch on to uh, Har- Haraki not being that his, not being his real name until it emphasized that a couple times. And so he has a sort of a cool line if you didn't catch on to that until now where he goes, boy, that must really suck if Haraki actually existed. Time for the big Haraki reveal. Haraki isn't his real name, so he is not bound by the by the promise. But he can make a promise to her. But before yeah, before he had the chance to, she just pulls out a knife and tries to commit suicide. Yeah. Right. But suddenly the lights go out, and when they come back on, Rika goes on the floor, and she's been disarmed, and they they tie her up. And I assume this is another thing that is answered in the in the side stories extra yep. stories she's down and she also claims that the spider is gone she doesn't have everything anymore in her head <laughs> somehow <laughs> we don't get to learn how and why what happened 
far as like, oh, I can't fuck. All right. I'm out. <laughs> I'm outie. And they, they tie her up. What if she's just lying and they all they all buy it? It's like, hey, I'm cured. Yes. <laughs> my God, just let me go. <laughs> oh, you got me. Oh, oh you no. Uh, mm. And after all of this, after everything that they've just heard and seen, Kinosuke is still into it. He is like, you know, she was just driven to do this because everyone was cruel to her. And, and like, you know, she has a perfectly good reason for the, for being this way, because everyone was horrible to her her whole life. She was alone. So why don't you all have a little compassion? And, um, and he still wants to get with her. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of a monster fucker, so. Yeah, turns out <laughs> I'm, I'm into it still. You, you, if you're, if you're down. You know, you want to play some monfuck? Look, you, you discover your own kinks in the weirdest times and. But also, oh, the, the moment she has the power taken away from her, she starts acting like really sulky and like a 10 year old who got a dog taken away or something. Yeah. yeah. You're such a dummy. Kind of like the Rikiko we had in the t- tutorial. Like this powerless, weak little, you know. Annoying child. <sighs> so, also the, the badger, the. Um, the real, the real mountain god, yeah, says that she will remove uh, the spider's seeds of corruption from the people now that she has her power back. So Haraki, for all the details that he asked about the other part, is like, okay, sounds good. Don't need to ask any other questions. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And like, it's just like for as dark as this game got, these are really like cheap explanations where it's just like, and but magic happened and everything's happy, you know? Like, all right, I don't know. Uh, you get you get to know what happened in the darkness in the post game material. I hear yeah. <laughs> it's basically a clue. Yeah. <laughs> this really feels like let's wrap it up, people. But anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. So cool, I guess. <laughs> Speaking of, let's wrap it up, people. The third po- act. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's the worst <sighs> one. So we've stopped the we've stopped the we've defeated the the spider. This is a scene out of like mid teenage mutant ninja turtles or something. Yeah. Oh, it's not even it's not even that. I basically expect yakety sax to be playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so it's expected that um, they weren't going to let the feast just you know go away. So they start sending the. Um, little ninja guys and the wolf outfits to try and get the feast, you know, to kick the superstition back up and get the feast going again. But of course they can't fight because they're not supernatural at all. And Haraki and Chiemi and Yudai, they all beat up. Yeah, Yudai shows up and just starts whooping ass. Yeah, Yeah, finally. And then Mamiya shows up and starts whooping ass. Yeah, everyone except Haraki is good at fighting. Yeah, it's just a big fight scene. It's probably one of my favorite CGs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, they appear one at a time as they join the battle. It's very good. That's how they're going to announce them for Smash, too. <laughs> so they beat up a bunch of wolf nerds, a bunch of a bunch of young men volunteers from uh, Kami Fujiyoshi. And uh, finally, they, they back off, and they're like, oh, we want to we want to talk. And... Um, there's there's three figures that like seem to be seem to be um, in charge. Especially the three elder wolves who I guess were doing the same thing back when you were a wolf. Yeah, yeah, and they were talking in the ye old Japanese. Which is just so weird. It does not work at all, especially in this scene. No. Yeah, yeah, not at all. 
Haraki goes up to them and is like, look, Shania is dead. The old god is back. And uh, the the senior most wolf asks him if he has what it takes to end this conspiracy. And Haraki puts on the old wolf mask and stares down the people in their new wolf masks. And he basically has to make up a new story on the spot about what happened. Um, it's, it, she basically has to come up with a religious parable and, and so he does on the spot and um, he's like oh I'm bad at improv which is funny because he's a writer <laughs> but that's enough to convince the, the elders I mean as, as dumb as this is I think it, it's kind of funny because it's like okay I have to take down this huge organization that can put on this whole seemingly supernatural yeah. killing game feast they're they're gonna stay in power. He can't bring them out of yeah. power. So he has to just kind of convince them this like, okay, here's the new bullshit story that lets you stay in power. Through Aesop's rap battle. I was about yeah, it's a rap battle. They're like, Can you stop us with your sick poem? Yeah. Your sick poem. How many snaps can you get? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like I was kind of thinking maybe they were trying for like a meta game of werewolf, you know, like maybe where you have to kind of convince, you know, that kind of thing. But it, I don't know. It's just sort of- I, they do get kind of convinced because after Haraki tells his story, the guy's like, he's like, yeah, I kind of was never into this anyways. The the current head's kind of a shit. Yeah. Like there's something in the background being like, I told you this would never work. <laughs> yeah. They drop the old, uh, they drop the old accents immediately. And then he's just like, all right, don't worry about it, dude. I'll take care of it. Look in the newspaper tomorrow or next week or something like that. And also the reporters are like, if you don't do this, then we are reporters and we will, we will make report on this. We'll do our jobs, but only if you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. That's like, but like, that's the thing about this game. Like, the tonal shift is insane because it's like, Rikaku's like, I'm going to fuck all of you and lay my eggs in you. And then it's like, well, boss, I never, that, that voice is no good. You know? Like, <laughs> it's so wild. I told you this, this religion was no good. Like, hey, you know? Uh, come here, you knucklehead. It should have been the other <laughs> order. Like, it should have, they should he should have done the act and then talked to the Mikaruma and then finally confronted Rikako. I think this, yeah. entire, this entire third part with the Miguruma shouldn't be here at all. I don't know how you get rid of it, but it just doesn't work. Also, one of the guys, one of the guys is Chiami's grandfather. I was just going to say, why not use the old man and whatever, like, leverage he held over them? Why you wouldn't use that to get rid of them is beyond me. Because I think, why not, you know, just, you know, threaten them with some kind of exposure. And they'd be like, okay, instead of being like, I can, you know, I can convince you through the power of my words. Yeah, it's instead they just killed him. I'm the old man's friend from Tokyo, and I have the the dossier. Yeah, it's it's just the stakes are all over the place. Like this is a fucking murder game where you have people killing each other, like in their own family and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, you're right. This all stinks. You know, I don't know. It's like yeah. it's been going on for like 500 years. Like I, I remember all those people we slaughtered over freaking oh, half a millennia. Eh. We've convinced eh, others to murder you know. each other, but can you tell us a nice enough bedtime story? Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. I, I made a better bullshit story, so now you have to do what I say. <laughs> we can't murder him anymore. This story's just too good. Or the story doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's almost like they're like, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, we have already conceded, but we, like, need to, like, concede, like, spiritually concede or, like, concede, f- formally concede 
if you have to tell us like how we're going to change the story of our religion to accommodate this thing that is happening and we can't stop it from happening. Right. They can't reinstate the feast, but they still want to be in power. So they need that. They need a new tool, basically. Yeah. God is real and it's in a logical narrative. That's all. That's the only way God exists. So then they so then they say goodbye to the the Miguruma and the the wolf uh, volunteers from Kemi Fujiyoshi and uh on the way back uh Haraki is talking to Mamiya and she's like oh, I'm a big fan of yours cuz he's finally learned enough about her her writing and all the loops to like so know. he apparently he was actually a big fan of her from the very beginning he doesn't even want to tell her <laughs> Because one other thing you learn in the post-game stuff is that Tadawaki is a big fan of weird food. Aww. He really likes weird food. So he was a big fan of her blog or whatever from before the oh game. Oh my gosh. He's like, oh my god, what do you think if Andrew Zimmern shows up in this game? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Wow. <sighs> so that's all missions clear. It's time to gather everyone and leave along the Saranaga. Uh, he goes back to look for Mako at the rock. He left her behind with a bunch of candy, and there's nothing there. Uh, there's a there's just wrappers and a thank you note, but sh- but she's gone. And he's like, you know what? I'm sure she'll be fine. She's just a four year old wandering around by herself on a river. I'm I'm sure she'll get where she's supposed to be. This is how it was meant to be. There was no other way to get around this. <laughs> Damn, I am such a good dad. <laughs> the end and uh, Mitsuji is waiting for them Um, she's got a bunch of she's got some four wheelers she's gonna take them take them out of here with some all-terrain vehicles and uh, Haraki says did your did your sheep come back and she says yes Um, so I don't I don't really know I, I feel like the hint sheep works for Mitsuji but I don't know if they're the same entity I think it is it's saying the word sheep, meaning power here. Yeah, mm. she's got some whatever she can wield over the dream is what came back to her. Mm. So Masuji's going to take everybody to stay at a hotel for the night. And uh, and Howard is like, wow, you really are a hero of justice. And uh, But he's not going with him. He's going to go back and find his bike and get the fuck out. Uh, <laughs> so he goes and he sleeps next to his bike. He doesn't drive. He's too tired. So he just like sleeps on the ground next to his bike. Till the next day. I do like how they um, he introduces um, Chiemi to her. And that's a fun piece of dialogue. Yeah. He's just like, oh, this is my ex who I have a very complicated relationship with. Oh, here's my other person who's kind of an ex of me as well. <laughs> and she's a murderer sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's definitely a murderer sometimes. <laughs> <sighs> and they become best friends. Because uh... <laughs> he's such a dick, it could bring anyone together. I love that. I love that. Uh, anyway, he he wakes up and the game fucking fakes us out that something bad would happen. He fakes he fakes out like, oh, I thought everyone was gonna be dead and there was you know, but he's like, no, but that's not what happened because it's over and there's no such things as werewolves. And he drives away. Raging loop. Raging loop. But then he returns to his normal everyday life. So so he fucking he fucking bails. What a piece of shit. Oh my god! How could you? How could you? For your own self, as a purely selfish being, how could you bail? Like, after you went through an experience like that? But what could he do? Because most most of the villagers think he's dead, and if he turns up not being dead, then 
his entire act was for nothing. That's also, true. He's seen them hundreds of times. Yeah, when you get sick of them, I'm I'm already sick of them. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Never liked any of them. Never liked <laughs> he them. He could still get with the Badger God. Yeah. Yeah, in like two mm. years. Yes. Let's just yeah. Um, so he tries to return to his normal everyday life. Does not try to contact Chiemi or or anything like that. And um, sort of leaves her to kind of figure, you know, leaves everybody to kind of figure their shit out without him. And But then one day, uh, he's reading the paper and the headline says, uh, Mayor of Fujiyoshi Village resigns due to corruption scandal. And also a dun, dog dun, breeding dun. place is shut down. Yeah, it, they could have been spinning newspapers and it would have been more effective. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently the, the dogs that were in the feast were just rabid dogs that they trained to avoid water. Yeah. Well, then they kind of do a little lampshading because it's like, but then if they were do- like all like rabid, then like they couldn't like some of the like, you know, animals in the area would have been rabid and that couldn't fix that. And there'd be problems. And ah, well, anyway, you know, yeah, there's a lot of ah, well, anyway, in this ending. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Anywho. he hasn't heard any other updates, even from Mitsuji, but he has. Uh, yeah, because you fucking ran away from everyone. Yeah, asshole. You can't get updates if they can't contact you when you are on your bike, giving the middle finger of your shoulder as you're driving away. Guess <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't get the news. He also said uh, he blocked her and he's going to unblock her, but he probably forgot. <laughs> Absolute garbage trash, man. Um, it's so great. So <laughs> he does know that uh, Nosato is still living with Rikako, and they're living outside the, the village. They're living outside Kami Fujiyoshi. Um, and he writes Haruki an email, I think, that or maybe a letter that his his older brother uh, became the new mayor, the head of the Nosato family after the after the mayor resigned. So that's a good sign that the that things are going to be more normal in Fujiyoshi from now on. Yeah, the Nonasato family, known for being full of normal people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever goes insane at 65. <laughs> at least they're, at least they're uh, the modern kind of corrupted instead of whatever the fuck was happening before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, life in Yasumizu I apparently continued on as always. Sure. Sure. Um, suddenly, sure. Chiami shows up. And uh, she's like, hey, your house is nicer than the other students that live in this area. Um, and uh, she gets in because there were people leaving his house and she just like went in as they were leaving. And um, she's like, who are those people that just left? And he's like editors. And um, he's a writer and uh, he's a he's a famous writer. And Haruki Fusaishi is his pen name. Apparently every, he, he writes every book with a different pen name and they're all successful. <laughs> Great. I, I, my question is, is, is Haruki Fusaishi, like, if you perform, oh, it's, it's a word for, it's a word for alias anyway. Alibi. Alibi. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's, it's probably not like the Japanese version of naming, like saying that your name is Harry Butts or Mike Hunt uh, or something like that. It's it's a little (laughs) more complicated than that, but it's still, yeah. Is it something you would have figured out, by the way? Like, if you were reading a book by, like, Haruaki Fusashi, you'd be like, oh, wait a sec. You can. You have to, you have to read a kanji for Haruaki in a different way, but it's less complicated than the things that with Fujiyashi, Fujiyoshi and Yasumizu. Like, it's by Al I by BYE. This game really wants us to be impressed by these kanji tricks. Yep. Oh, so, Chimmy shows up and she's like, look. I keep. I, I went out. I tried to get job. Uh, get a job. Can't get a job right now. Keep getting rejected. 
uh, don't, don't, don't know what to do with myself. So I thought I'd come bother you again. And um, she basically. No one's looking for a hitman <laughs> in these times. Yeah. <laughs> She just doesn't know the right people. I wish she knows Mitsuji now, and they're best friends. Yeah, that's that how she knew the address. Mitsuji gave gave her his address. Oh, there's a lot. This none of these people are good people, but that's okay. Um, so uh, Mitsuji gave her his address, but she also told told her that it's not a good idea. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> She's yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, Shami basically like outwits and pressures Haraki into dating her again. And they ride away on his motorcycle. That's they do. And the credits say there's no such thing as werewolves. There's really no such thing as werewolves. Doesn't it say something like that? Yeah, the ending the ending credit song is sung by Chami's voice actors. And uh, it says there is absolutely no such thing as werewolves. And also, good speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good ba-ba, speed. Bump, bump, bump. <laughs> Whoop. Apparently, my ending theme song is raising a lot of questions answered by my ending theme song. <laughs> uh, that's Raging Loop. Yeah, I liked it. No, I did too, actually. I mean, it's, all yeah, in all, I liked it. Yes, I think it is a. Is it overall? It is a good game. Uh, yeah. The ending it ends in a whimper. I don't. I don't know. This is a good. It ending. feels like they got near the end and they just kind of had to wrap things up. I like the very ending, the, the, the part with Chiemi and them riding off. I, I thought that was nice. Yeah, I like the, yeah. the sort of epilogue stuff. It didn't need the the spider god stuff. I feel like that the looping could have been a ritual put on by the Miguruma or something like that. I Who knows? It could have been... It, we didn't need three problems. It Just two would have been good. I feel like the author had a really good... Uh, like an idea he really liked based on actual Japanese mythology. And it just mm-hmm. pushed it into this game. Because the entire mm-hmm. thing with the, yeah. Chuchi, with the Tsuchigumo and everything, and how it ties up with Shinto, is clever if you read this story and you can come up with this kind of story. But I'm not sure if it, if it fits the rest of this game or not. It, it, it's fun, but yeah, it's it's not really this game. I should, maybe not fun is the right word, but you know. No. Also, there's a way to incorporate that into the way that, into the game itself, rather than rely on you having outside knowledge to bring into the game. Right, you should write that. You should show that within the game in order to get people involved involved in in you know how this resolution has weight to it. They did put everything in with the mummy info dumps. They they told you everything you needed to know. It's just so much information in such a short time that probably if you didn't know about it before, before then you just you just read it and you immediately forget everything you read. And also yeah. the way sort of Mamiya talks in this, it's it's sort of like she's just hand wavy and saying uh just like well it could be this could be could be anything though and so yeah. you sort of get the idea that it's uh, when you're listening to it that it's not really important so i i sort of like tuned out a lot when mamiya was talking because yeah because it's pure exposition and pure exposition is an engagement that's that, that does not bring the reader in at all it's just it's more backstory for you to understand well and i also didn't view it as exposition i viewed it as this person who they call like an occult writer as just like spewing random theories it all, yeah it feels like side yeah. yeah it was just somebody talking at you yeah. it's like or is it is it one of those things that's like hey while we're here let's learn about like japanese mythology and, yeah. and all that and but it's right. like no, no no this is plot relevant you should have been paying attention like there was yeah. a quiz like oh whoa whoa you said this wouldn't be on the quiz professor you know but whatever 
I made a face there because we're on camera and I just realized like, oh yeah, podcast. It, right. was, it was a funny face. Trust us. Yeah, Thank you. I guess I don't really, I don't know how to feel about some of the directions that the game goes. Like it starts off as a very much, this whole feast is supernatural and then it moves into directions of, well, it's actually not supernatural. It's all social. But also, there's a giant monster that is supernatural. But then we also have to take care of things that aren't supernatural. It's like, just pick pick a lane, you know? Well, that, yeah. I think, like, ultimately, that's kind of the issue, is, like, Raging Loop almost has trouble figuring out what it wants to be. Like, it's still fun. And yeah. I think, like, it's like definitely, like, a B-grade kind of thing. Not in, like, a cheap way, but just in, like, a sort of, like, this isn't, like... You know, it's it's like a popcorn movie kind of thing. Felt like it had to do too many things where it could have yeah. just done yeah. a couple things really well. And honestly, part, some of the best parts are, are the strategy behind playing werewolf when there are stakes for the characters. I really loved that. I loved that. That was such a good yeah. Which is a great concept for a game, but then it has to it has the loss problem. It has to have this great big backstory. And introduce it to you and then sort of somehow resolve this like supernatural backstory in a satisfying way when it's been focused on the minor de- on the little details and character relationships. Yeah. And that is so hard to pull off. Like three quarters of the way into the game, it just stops being about that kind of social aspect of people and, and the kind of game theory and stuff like that. And it, it just becomes all this other stuff. And it's it takes it's like a little bit of everything, right? It's a little bit of like Scooby Doo, where like, hey, there's you know, it's all like a game, like really, like you think it's supernatural and it's not, and then it's a little bit of Bloodborne, and you know, and it's like, well, f- well fucking pick one, like, like what am I doing here, you know? But yeah, and it's just like everything, it's supernatural <laughs> and it's fake, and there's gods, and there's a big monster, and uh... yeah. Like, like, they've got, like, you know, those, like, Cthulhu gods. They've got, like, Rikako the Vacuous Spider. Like, they've got everything <laughs> yeah. there. And then they also have all this other stuff. And it's tough to resolve having, like, seven different parts of, of like, narratives and games into one different. And then there's this robot bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's it's a little all, all over the place. And it especially having the having the the Rikiko line and like introducing sexual violence like this late in the game and like all this kind of stuff it it's just it's so wild and it I feel like the you know Haraki gives these these lectures in the end about how like Kami is really like your belief that your beliefs get you know are powerful and that doesn't really matter if something is real or not it's the belief in what's right that like makes that, that like affects society regardless of whether what that belief is based on and and then also the spider's real and evil and wants to kill everyone like it's just it's it it dilutes the the message it makes it confusing and i and at the end i'm i'm still not entirely sure what the what the message was meant to be what 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 did haraki right. learn from this it's just another indiana jones ass adventure of haraki fusaishi and now he's going to like go off on another adventure in the next movie like i really like that they kind of touch on the idea of myths and legends having a kind of power and beliefs having power and you can you know things can be real if you believe in them that's like a really cool kind of premise that they touch on a little bit but then they just wander around and start doing other things yeah and i think they have a real they they i think hiroaki said uh, hiroaki set up to be uh, a stand-in for us, right? He, he's a stand-in for the your typical video game protagonist, which is just you, you know, put in the game. But at the same time, they keep wanting to add 
aspects of of a character to him without resolving any of that. Like, there's no there's no movement with him. That's yeah. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't grow. I do like that he's a writer though. I feel like that's very fitting. Yeah, like I like that he's a writer and he brings that kind of skill to this kind of environment where he's about like telling stories and convincing people. Like, because a story is just a, a story is just a well-made lie, you know. Alan Wake went a really weird, different direction. <laughs> I like it because it explains why he knows so much stuff um, in a very superficial way. Because he did research for his books. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but what is this murder she wrote? Like he's solving fucking like uh, werewolf shit here, you know? Like get out of here. No, it's 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 fine. It's just it's unsatisfying because there's. That's a big mic drop moment when he's like, when they realize he lies all the time. And he says, Edo, and then one of them's like, Edo, my name's Haruaki Fosashi. It's like, holy shit, he's been lying about everything. And it's like, what is it? He's a writer. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I mean, yeah. it becomes plot relevant, but it is a little disappointing that it wasn't something bigger. Like he was like, maybe in a game this wild where it's like oh, giant spider gods and dream sheep. He's like, what could Haruaki be? Oh, he's just a writer. It's like Chekhov's gun's not supposed to miss. Like, you know, like, oh, oh my God. Went off. that's the rules. Like, all right, fine. But... Chekhov's gun jammed. Yeah. No, and I, I do get, yes, it, it does resolve a plot element. But then it becomes that they only did it for that one plot element to get around yeah, the little promise yeah, they made yeah. to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it gets it cheapens it a bit. That's my point. And we don't ever learn Haraki's real name, but it doesn't matter. At the, I mean, he's not real, so. Take that back. <laughs> Thank goodness he's not real, honestly. What an ass. There's enough assholes like that in the world. Oh, I think we know what his real name is. <laughs> <laughs> Slowbeef is your favorite character in the world. Who is it? It's uh, it's what's his face from um, uh, Shibuya Scramble. <laughs> no, now stop that right <laughs> now. That's Minoru Minorukawa is yeah, the it's name. Minorukawa. Yeah, it's not. That's, that's yeah, when he was young. Was. You know, he was right. more of an asshole when he was younger. Right. If he was older, he would have just interviewed the monster and fixed everything. Haruaki. All right, you know what? No, actually, he would have done that gamble, though, of, like, going back to the sheep. Like, I need you to go back even further, you know? He just would have pointed his finger at him. And, the yeah, the sheep would have been like, <laughs> I told you I can't do that. He goes, you got to give 100%. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know? Yeah, overall, um, this I think this was a it was an enjoyable, fun kind of game. Just, like, you know, you might, like, have a, you know, enjoyable sort of action movie or something and you don't think about it that hard and then you're like oh that was fun okay sure you know for all the kind of plot missteps that uh the game takes i think the game gets major points for me at least for how accessible it is and how easy it is to play pick up you know come back to all your you know it's not a situation where you have to kind of pick and search and try to find the hidden keys that you missed and at the end, the game is nice and it gives you revelation mode where it's like some uh, some scenes have extra content and, and story stuff. And, and they tell you, you know, the scenes are marked with a star. You can just go there and read it and enjoy yourself. And by the way, when you get back, there's going to be extras and movies and, and all kind of other good stuff here for you. So it's, it's a very nice game. They put a lot of work, a lot of work in this game. It's a very accommodating game. 
Yeah. And the plot does move too. Like it draws you in and it keeps going. Like it there are yeah. definitely some parts where it stops and it gets it bogs down. The ending has a few parts where it bogs down, but it draws you in and keeps you going, mm-hmm. which is yeah, that's a strike. Like this is a novel where we we had situations where we agreed to stop and some people had problems stopping. And I'm I'm actually yeah, one sure. of them. So yeah, it's a page turner. That's that's strong. That's a good job by the game there. Yeah. What's the visual novel uh, term for a, a page a page turner? It's a screen it's clicker. It's a button clicker. <laughs> it's a real cookie clicker. It's a box. It's a it's a real it's a it's a box mover. I don't know. But, um, it's a it's an index finger twitcher. It's a tech text parser. <laughs> it's a wrist strainer. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different kind of visual novel. Mm, no, it isn't. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So I don't know. Um, all right, I'll ask. All right, is is the extra content like worth it? Is it is it good? Good? Yeah. So let's let's talk about the extra content because I do think we need to read at least part of it and talk about it. Um. So there's two parts to it. There's um, five short stories that tell you what happened to various characters after the game. Uh, some of these are more important than others. Uh, you, If I had to choose, then definitely everyone should read the last of these, which is the um, sheep story. It tells you what to, what's the deal with Mitsuji's and her organization. Well, I, I want to know that. Yeah, definitely. There's one with what's uh, happening with uh, Nosato and Rikako, which is nice. Yeah. Um, Good for them. It, it, it just reveals some more stuff that the game, the game doesn't tell you. Oh, good. Oh, good. I was hoping for a deeper dive on Rikako. <laughs> uh, well, maybe now that the spider's not in her head anymore, she, like, chills the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's probably a very nice, happy ending. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a past there that I don't know that you can get past, get, get over. Well, maybe that just makes things interesting. I don't know. I mean, he's into it. No, trust me, the spider made me rapey. He's into it. He like he's into it. You know, there's no other girl for him. I mean, honestly, if those are his tastes, then they're really. Isn't. They just they sit on the couch and watch Monster Masume. They're that's <laughs> not really a Tinder page you want to write. <laughs> well, these, these are the two that I think you should read. The, the, the rest of those are there's one with uh, Haruaki and Chiami, which is basically just they go on another adventure. <laughs> Nothing really important there. Does does Mochi have one? Yeah, there's one with Mochi and Haru, which is where you get the stuff about the inn that Haruaki was at at the beginning of this episode. Well, I don't want it to be Mochi and Horror. I want it to just be Mochi fucking around for a story. It's Mochi and Haru. It's it's really stupid. The, the, oh, the, good. the premise okay. of this the premise of this story is really stupid. You do get you know it's the kind of story that's like really funny and crazy, and then you have like a really serious scene in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's a serious dramatic scene. So you do get to learn like exactly what happened to Haru at uh, the night where her parents were killed and she wandered into Yasumizu. So they tell you about that. Uh, and there's another one with Mamiya and... Um, what's his name? Uh, Hashimoto. No. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oribe kid. Oh, Gasunaga? Yeah. Oh, because cause college? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he was all into... The background stuff. He comes to Tokyo to look for colleges, and he meets her, and they have an adventure. So that's not not really good or important. 
I imagine she starts talking and doesn't stop for 20 minutes. Is is that the story? Yeah. <laughs> the, the things I think we should definitely read is the Rikako one and the uh, Mitsuji one. Just because they, they, they reveal stuff about the story that I think should have been in the actual story, but isn't. For some reason. Okay, I'm down with that just because like, we can all react to it and be like, at the very least, we'd be like, what the f- what? Why would you say this? <laughs> it's apparently really easy to do because you can just go right to the revelation scene, so. The rest aren't bad, but and they're not long either, so you can read them, but they're just not as important. And then revelation mode is, is long, but it's really easy to get to because you can skip everything that's not new. Um, and I didn't read all of it yet. Um, I think basically what we should do with revelation mode is just go to the part of the story where you're interested to, to figure out what, what was going on in the background. So like in the first two routes, they have scenes for exactly what the, the wolves were doing each, every night. So you get to see exactly what they were planning and why they did what they did. Neat. And the beginning is nice. Definitely go read the first scene where Hariaki goes into the convenience store for the first time and exactly what went through his head. When he saw Mitsuji there. I love that. Like, they pretend they don't know each other just out of pettiness. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And there's no one else there. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, so, so I think we should read the Rikako story, the Mitsuji story, and then just go to Revelation mode and read whatever interests you in it. You can just jump anywhere and read stuff. Okay. And then, yeah, we should have one more episode about that and just our final thoughts about the game. Sounds good. Sounds we'll good. see you folks on the other side. Oh, bear. 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 Nah. Nah.